Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Monique's Pet Whisper. So this is a recap on gaslighting. I did a brief episode regarding gaslighting and you know there's a lot of gaslighting that's going on in the world in general. Gaslighting is simply when someone makes you feel like you're going crazy. And I'm going to start hearing the bang, 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 bang. Um, It makes you feel like you're, you know, somebody's messing with your head. And then you start to feel like you can't trust yourself. Gaslighting is also a form of psychological abuse. Emotional abuse. I personally do not, I don't know the difference between emotional and psychological abuse. I think they're one one in the same. So we have vulnerable populations that undergo gaslighting. For example, we have uh, older adults, persons with disabilities, um, people that may not be um, as strong, your spousal or, you know, relationship dynamics may be abusive and so whenever there's abuse going on or where someone is dominating another person well gaslighting is a mechanism of control it's a way to make a person doubt themselves doubt their judgment and to give away their power to the person that is criticizing them how are they being criticized they're being criticized about, you know, how they keep the house clean. Why, why, why can't they find their keys? Why can't they find um, money? Or, you know, it's just like li- little bitty details that make a person feel like, gosh, I can't trust myself. You know, my spouse just said I, I am always misplacing things. Well, I guess I am a klutz. You know, especially if you're being called names in your relationship, you know, a ditz or clumsy or, oh, Bob, you're just so gullible. Oh, Henry, you're just, you know, you're, you're not made of steel. You're just, gee, Willikers, you're just like a, a ball of laughter. You're not even, you know, and it goes into people putting down their, their brother, sister or whatever the case is. Uh, Gaslighting happens all day, every day. It happens in the workplace. How is that? Okay. If you swear up and down, you've completed certain, you know, assignments from your director, for example. But suddenly, the file is missing. Or you know you emailed someone information, but suddenly there's no trace of it. Okay, things like that. When there are certain organizations and corporations and agencies that are known for actually setting people up to fail. That is a form of gaslighting when you know you received the email. You know your employee actually reported their time. Um, you know that they've done the things necessary to communicate with you. But what do you turn around and do? Uh, so, uh, Tony, yes, looks like you're f- coming in a few minutes late from lunch. Well, yes, um, but didn't you get my email? I just, I told you that my kiddo had a dentist appointment and I'd be running a few minutes behind. Hmm. Well, no, I never received that email. Um, but make sure you, you know, watch that time, okay? Well, okay. Okay, so a week later. Where, jeez, Willikers, where is that, where is that Tony at? Hmm. Yeah, I know he said he was going to be coming in, coming in to work early, but why is he getting in here early? Is he trying to show me up? Does he think he's smarter than his boss? Uh, so, uh, so, uh, Tony, it's 745, you know, um, what, what are you doing here so early? Well, um... Didn't you get my email or I even sent you a text message that, 
you know, I'm preparing to go on vacation pretty soon and I just have to get caught up on some work. Oh, you're going on vacation. Uh, yeah, didn't you get the vacation request from me? I mean, we've talked about this time and time again since last September. Hmm. You know, Tony, it's you pick a fine time to, to, to leave the plant. I mean, we've got so much to do, but, you know, I'll go ahead and approve it this go around. But, you know, coming in, coming in late and coming in early and, you know, you got to keep your time consistent. Oh, well, you know, I did send the information, but okay, boss. All right. Two weeks later. Where is that? Tony said he'd bring that, that, the company car. He was going to be turning it in, but, you know, he's getting a little bit comfortable with the company car. You know, I've only driven my Honda Pilot, you know, just for a short time, and here he comes. Now they're saying I got to share it with my employee. I mean, gee, got good riddance. I know he does business development and you know, he's getting new contracts and whatnot, but I mean, heck, I've been here for the last five years and I've never had to share my company car with anybody. And it's who's this guy think he is? Oh, here he comes. Oh, oh. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, well, uh, here's the keys. Oh. Is that it? I mean, you're just going to give me the car like the way it is? Well, I mean, how do you want it? I'm, well, did you wash it? I mean, let me let me come around here, open up this door. Ooh, Tony, what have you been doing in here, man? It's kind of a little stuffy. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, I was uh, I was out playing soccer and you know, with some of the fellas and kind of hop back in the car and, oh, so were you doing that on your lunch break or something? I mean, well, yeah, kind of. I mean, I kind of just ran into a couple of people on my lunch break. Oh, well, how long were you dibbling and dabbling in soccer? I mean, we've got, man, we've got some contracts that haven't been signed yet. Oh, boss, you never have to worry about me. I'm one quarter above my quota well yeah I know but you know you have to set an example for the rest of everybody well yeah well here's this here's the car back all right okay three days later hmm, I've got to do something about this guy he thinks he's gonna outsmart me and he thinks he's gonna be mr. He-Man athletic dude and, you know, prancing around in this car, this Honda Pilot. Hmm. Yeah, he's pretty darn sharp. Always tells me what he's doing. Ten steps ahead of everything. Good, good riddance. How do I catch this guy? I mean, I'm trying to catch up on the time thing, but, man... I checked my emails and texts, and he's right. Gotten every last one of them. But there's got to be another way to get this guy. You know, make him think he's going a little, you know, nutso. Hmm, got the perfect idea. Uh, Tony. Um, yes, boss. Well, uh, Tony, I'm going to need you to upload some files in the shared drive. Okay, now not a problem now. What kind of files am I going to be uploading? Well, they're confidential files, but you have to make sure that, um, you know, you, you know what you're doing, if you know what I mean. Of, of course, I mean, shouldn't be that hard to do that. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I just want you to use this link and uh, upload all those files and, you know, we should be good to go. Okay, that should be simple enough. Two hours later. Bank, bank, bank. Data breach violation. Data breach violation. 
honk, honk, honk. Code red, motherboard dead. Code red, motherboard dead. Motherboard dead, computer, computer, virus. Oh, oh my goodness, what the heck is going on? Hmm, got him. Tony, Tony. Yes. Yes, what's what's what is all of this? What why are the lights flashing? What in the world is going on? Tony, I need to see you in my office. Oh, okay, boss, not a problem. I am on my way. So, uh, Tony, you know, about that link that you used. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the link you gave me. No, it wasn't. I gave you this link. You I don't know what you did, but buddy. You caused a whole virus violation and all of the files are, are have been hacked. You've got our whole company under, you know, an attack or something. Well, I don't see how that's possible. I mean, you, you gave me this link. No, I didn't. You must have. Did you right click? Did you, did you, did you accidentally delete a letter? Did you do anything? Well, I mean, maybe I could have did that, but I don't see how I could have done that. Well, you did something because everything has just gone away and now we're going to might get sued. Oh my goodness. I never meant to do anything like that. Oh, Tony, looks like we're going to have to put you on probation, buddy. Um, check back with me later on Friday and we'll have to, might have to do a formal write-up, okay? You know, just to cover our bases. Oh, I mean, really? I mean, I've... I just did what you told me. Well, not no, you didn't. Are you going to argue with me now, Tony? No, sir, I, I'm not. All right. So, task number two. <laughs> yeah, I've got Tony again. Hey, Tony, can I uh, speak to you in my office? Oh, sure, boss. Well, uh, Tony, I uh, kind of wanted to give you some different project management uh, responsibilities you know we have a conference coming up with uh, you know wheat wheat germ hall and uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, executives and different people like that I was wondering um, you know you mentioned you like putting on events and uh, you know I'm going to give you these contacts and I'm going to need you to you know schedule their Flights and other important things that they need help with. Oh, okay. I haven't looked at a manifest in quite some time, but well, you know, have you? you believe you said you work with meeting planner, so let's uh, go ahead and uh, get to it. You have till uh, the twelfth to get this all taken care of, and that's coming up pretty quickly. Well, okay. Uh, I mean, what's our budget looking like? Oh, this son of a talking about budget. Well, Tony, I mean, what do you think? I mean, what you think we're living high off the hog over here? I mean, you know, you know, we haven't had a real budget since you've worked here. Well, I haven't really been here that long. Oh, okay. So you're getting a little, a little testy, I see. Well, you know, our budget is a little bit on the, you know. Let's just see how you know how to budget money. I mean, we do have money, Tony, but I'm not really sure if you're able to, you know, handle large sums of money. I mean, really, boss? You know what my background is. I've always handled money. Well, I'm not too sure about that. So why don't you go ahead and focus on the manifest and uh, let me handle the rest. Okay, boss. So, uh, Tony, uh, did, did you meet the deadline? I mean, um, look like, uh, in a sauna that you should have turned in the manifest, the completed manifest and reservation and flight times and everything you should have hit that deadline yesterday well as a matter of fact i did you didn't see the link in asana let's go let me share my screen with you hmm interesting 
Um, yeah, I do see something was deleted. Well, I didn't delete that. Hmm. Well, Tony, I don't know. I mean, you have been kind of making some mistakes lately. <laughs> he doesn't know I got rid of that file. What a loser. Yeah, Tony, um, you know, I'm kind of getting a little concerned. I mean, you know, re- resend me that manifest, will ya? Well, it should be in the fair, the shared drive. I, I, I uploaded it. Well, I need it again. Good riddance. Okay. Two minutes later. Tony, I mean, what kind of manifest am I looking at? I mean, I've, I see missing information and scrambled up United Airlines and, you know, what kind of, do you have a virus or something, man? Oh, that, what do you mean? I mean, my manifest was looking just fine. I, it was pristine. Do you know how many hours I spent combing through everything? Well, Tony, you, you say that, but I've been watching you in the camera. You've been watching me, boss? Well, I mean, Tony, I mean, people are starting to wonder. I mean, what are you really doing here? Are you, are you trying to get promoted? You just started or are you fiddling around and, you know, finishing early because you, you think you're so smart? I mean, you're not really showing what you're worth, man. I mean, I, when I hired you, wait a minute, listen. I have 12 years of engineering experience. I've worked with the top uh, oil and gas companies, and I've also worked in geospatial, uh, in the geospatial sector. You know, my resume is extensive. I have worked with city officials, uh, federal contracts, and heck, I mean, I've even done work for this administration. And for you, I just took this little job because I was doing a friend that has cancer, a, you know, a favor. He asked me to step in to fill his shoes while he goes through chemo. I don't have to work, boss. I actually have my own businesses, but I'm just here because I'm humble and I'm helping an old friend. <gasps> oh. Tony, 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 Tony. Tony. Um, <laughs> hey, Tony, uh, sorry, buddy, I, yeah, you do impeccable work, Tony, I, wait a minute, you're Fred's, you're Fred Sanford's friend, um, yeah, didn't you get the memo? <gasps> oh, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, um, yeah, that's my boss, so, uh, Geez, uh, Willikers, uh, I'm sorry I gaslighted you for so long. Yeah, you're wrong. Okay, people, so that was a little skit about that. Um, a lot of times people will try to gaslight you and they don't realize that you, they see right through you. People can see through liars. A lot of times people are too afraid to stand up to a liar. They know they're not crazy. They know that they've done <clears throat> X, Y, Z. And this person comes around and starts to criticize them. Maybe they say, let me give you an example. Oh, you can't drive. Why can't I drive? Because you, you know, you, you, you don't seem stable. You don't seem mentally stable. Remember how you left the stove on? But really, you didn't leave the stove on when your kids did and your spouse knew that, but they made you feel like you did it. So that's withholding valuable information. And that's steering a person's self-confidence into the ground. So when you're in a vulnerable situation and you need to depend on someone to, to help you so you can trust them and to validate them, you know, it becomes an, an abusive um, cycle. You know, how many times have people been manipulated out of situations because they 
were lied to. They were made to feel crazy. They were made to feel unworthy, unloved. You know, gaslighting is a real thing that is plaguing many people. Um, Abusers come in all shapes and sizes and colors. Anybody can be gaslit. There's even some pets that get gaslit, for example. Oh, Fido. (laughs) I'm going to play games with my little Fido. That dog gets on my nerves. I don't know why my sister bought him. He just, I'm I'm just not an animal person. Let me play games with his favorite bone. Hello, Fido. Oh, oh. Fido, come here. I've got your favorite bone. Yo, Ralph. <laughs> okay, I'm going to throw it, Fido. I'm going to pretend like I'm going to throw it. Boo! Haha, <laughs> look at that silly dog. He's off looking for that bone and I still have it. Look at him. He's been looking for that bone for 15 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, I know he looks a little thirsty, but he'll be okay. Oh, here comes the little mutt. (laughs) Oh, Fido. I don't have your bone, buddy. (laughs) Okay, let me just play another game with him. Fido, come here, buddy. Let me show you your bone. A roof, a roof, a I'm going to throw it. Little silly dog. Let him take off and go. I should just leave him. Here he goes. Oh, shoot. Why did I even play this game with this mutt? He's just going to waste more of my time. That 40 tastes pretty darn flat in the sun. Oh, look at this. Seven minutes later, he's still... Man, this dog is as dumb as a Dalmatian. I swear. Fido, get over here. No, I don't have your bone. Ow, 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 This is what Fido is saying in his brain. Ow, ow, ow. Yes, you do. Ow, ow. And you're like, no, no, I don't. Ralph. Fido's like, yes. And you're like, no. Fido's like, Ralph. And then he starts growling. And then you're like, oh, this weird old stupid mangy dog doesn't like me. He's always growling at me. No, I'm not mean to him. What, his bone, that nasty thing? I don't touch that thing. Leave me alone, Martha. Martha. Okay, so that's how a dog gets gaslit or a cat. When you play games with them because you really don't like them. You watch them suffer, you watch them chase their tails, running around in circles, looking for the toy, and you have the toy, but now they're getting frustrated, now they're thirsty, now they're hungry, and now you still haven't given them the toy, and that was how you left it. You know what kind of abuse that is to a pet? They're like, dang, you didn't even give me my toy I wanted to play with. First of all, you're acting like you don't have it and you're sitting on it. And then you're being mean to me when I'm barking for it. How dare you? Okay. Arr, arr, arr. Meow, 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 meow. That's a kitty. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 meow. Kitty's like, what? You know, growl, you know, hissing at you. <laughs> kitty knows, like, you're full of defecation. Okay. So... Kitty's like, meow, meow. Hell, if you have a, a, a bird or a, a, a parakeet, pop. you are stupid. You are st- stupid as a stupid does. Yeah, because you told the bird that. Now that you're looking stupid, it's like, stupid is as stupid does. Polly want a cracker. So you're looking dumb. Okay. So... Yeah, I'm going to call out the gaslighters because you, you're just a liar. You know, and you think it's really, you think it's funny to manipulate people. Their gaslighting actually starts at an adolescence. It starts with children. It starts with playing games. 
it starts with playing a hide and go seek that goes wrong when you go when you start lying to people gaslighting can turn into crime criminal activity that leads into someone's death you know when you are deceiving somebody over and over again the person that's being deceived may start to to make like faulty decisions may may really start to believe they're not smart may start indulging in um, self-destructive habits that validate their self-belief of themselves that is a real phenomenon you know I'm tired of seeing people be taken advantage of especially vulnerable people especially innocent people so what I'll say to people who are um, deceitful that take advantage of other people and that just steadily you're just steadily lying about everything you your day is coming you will get caught one day if you're a person and you're witnessing any form you're witnessing a type of abuse that could be happening where your friend your neighbor your relative has a lot of self-doubt and they say stuff like maybe oh i'm i'm, I'm a i've heard i had a woman say this recently oh i'm just a woman driver it, I, she was a baby boomer in that generation but i knew that somebody was criticizing the way she drove so if you are constantly hearing negative thoughts in your mind you will believe that about yourself you will believe that you're not capable of running a business for example oh jenny do you really think that you can run your own business i mean godfrey you you can't even run you can't even run to the store you're always calling me asking me what we need in this house and you just can't remember a thing i mean how many pills are you actually taking oh my god chad why did you have to say that you know how sensitive i am to everything i haven't even really taken these pills oh you expect me to believe that you know you were acting like a like a real you know blonde in front of my parents and i just can't understand why you you, you act so spaced out i mean i'm looking at your pupils and they're just completely dilated Oh my God, Chad, my pupils are not dilated. You know that my eyes are like, like, you know, the sky of the crimson moon. I just look completely like, you know, unique and I'm not even taking medication. Oh, you might say this, but I saw those other hallucinogens or those, I saw those other things near your piano And, you know, I'm not going to tell your brother that you're back on that stuff. Oh, my God, Chad. I haven't even touched that stuff. Someone actually just gave it to me. Oh, you expect me to believe that? But they did. I mean, I ran into an old friend. Oh, so which old friend is this? No, no, don't think like that. I totally ran into, like, an old friend. And they wanted to get me back on on it. And I said, no. Do you really think that you're, you know, you're an ex druggie. I mean, I can't even trust you behind the wheel. I can't even trust you to watch my three-year-old daughter. I mean, you, you completely burnt her food in the microwave. How do you do that? Well, because you kept calling me and your mother kept calling and everyone was worried about me and I got so stressed. I completely forgot what I was doing. That's exactly why she's off limits to you now you know you're i don't even trust you with with our dog i mean when was the last time you even got her groomed well i can't manage everything you you have me managing the store you have me managing the stocks you you know you have me grocery shopping you you know you you're you're constantly telling me i'm i'm not good enough and i'm 
you know, constantly laying down, getting cut open to, to, to look better for you. You know, this boob job is totally botched and wrong and I'm in pain and I'm just, it's just, oh God, why did I, why did I marry this? Well, she's not technically my wife, but you know, common law. Oh gosh, just stop, just stop it. I can't take you anymore. You know, I'm going to have to take you back to Dr. Soloski and, uh, He's going to have to evaluate you. I just can't trust you any longer. Oh, Chad, you're the only thing that's ever loved me. I would never love Daddy didn't love me like this. Mommy totally abandoned me. Please don't go. (laughs) Don't go. Okay. No, 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 <laughs> no, Chad. So that that's one other example of being gaslit when you have a very a relationship where someone is thinks you're crazy. Oh, Martin, you're such a klutz. You know, you're always running into things. I mean, I bought you those bifocals. You know, I don't understand why you always got something to say about, you know, about my vision. You know, I mean, every day you have something to say. Well, I'm sorry, but you just really scare me on the road. And you don't, you don't even know how to keep up with your glasses. Well... I've been trying to find my glasses, but somebody keeps moving them. Oh, so you're trying to blame me for moving your glasses? I don't even want to touch those icky things. I mean, what's on them like beads of sweat or something? You know, so you're trying to make fun of me and everything, but I'm doing my best. It's never good enough for you. I work 65 hours a week. You know, I'm always having to go do things after work for you. I'm always having to do everything. And you're just making me feel like I'm falling apart. And, well, I don't know what to tell you, but you need to really show up and improve because I'm not really seeing what you've done. I mean, look at this place. I mean, you've got your tools everywhere. You know, all your nails are getting into my tires every time I leave the garage. Oh, there you go again. You know, I'm just trying, man. Like, just, you know, I, you know that I'm about business, but all you do is beat me up. And I can't even concentrate anymore. Like, I feel like I'm going crazy. Like, you're totally going crazy. I don't want to be with you, with you, because you can't even manage this household. Like, you're just completely wasting my time. You're wasting your daughter's time. You're wasting your horse's time. I mean, you know, I need a man that's actually going to be stable. He's going to really like know what he wants. And you're just really making me feel uncomfortable. I just, I don't know if the accident did something. Oh, okay. All right. I see. So you want to, you want to keep talking about that accident, huh? Huh? Is that what it is? Oh, so you're trying to get, trying to get me scared. Do I need to call 911? You know, they already know you're bipolar. So, you know, as soon as I call 911, they are coming to arrest you. See, that's what I'm saying. I can't I can't handle this relationship. No, you can't. You're totally just lame and you don't even know what you want and you have a felon. I do not have a felon hope. Oh, you're calling me what? Okay, so I'm calling 911 so you can be in the back of a paddy wagon and I'll just have to take your whole house because you don't even know how to manage anything. Okay, all right, where's my keys? Where, where are they at? Where's my keys, woman? Give me my keys. I know you got my keys. Oh, okay, so you want to talk to me totally crazy. I got you. I don't know where your keys are. See, that's why you're crazy because you can't even keep up with your keys. Oh, man, that's a crazy woman. Where's my boots at? I need my other boots. No, I'm spending the night up with uh, my brother. I'm not staying next to you, woman. You're making me go crazy. Where's my boots? Oh, 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 oh.
So you want to start yelling at me totally? Okay, you better find your boots because I didn't touch them. Well, where's my wallet? See, you're trying to, you're taking my stuff. I don't have your wallet. I don't have anything that belongs to you. Oh my God, Lord, help me. This woman took my, my boots, my, all my cash is gone, my cards. I mean, if I call the police, they'll probably put me in jail. Oh shoot, I gotta get away from this crazy son of a cha-cha-cha. Okay, so that's an example of a thin line between love and hate. So you will be the bait. You gotta be careful to see what your fate will be if you choose the wrong mate. So don't do that before it's too late. Okay? Because you can be in a very bad scenario that you can never get out of. If you know what I mean. Um, why am I talking about this? Because if people realize they were being lied to, you know, made to feel like you didn't do something. Have you ever worked for someone and they told you you didn't mop the floor right? Oh, I've, I've never had a janitorial job, so I totally can't relate to you. Okay, I've, um, I know you can't, but try to use more than 10% of your brain, okay? So for some of the humble people that had humble beginnings that had to take jobs where they were cleaning can understand this, you know, that's hard. I mean, what if you're an architect? You know, what if you've created a, d- a design and somebody keeps telling you to do it over again? Well, to a certain degree, that's normal. But if it's in a way where they're doing like some kind of punishment so you can't advance, that's how you get gaslighting in corporations. You know, um, when it's time to get a raise, it's time to get a promotion suddenly you're getting a demotion and uh, you're actually getting written up right around the time the 90 day or six month evaluation comes around. Why does that happen? Gaslighting oftentimes is the answer. You didn't do this. You didn't turn in that. Where is that bio? I asked for that um, press release two weeks ago, Kimberly, and you completely forgot it. Okay, I won't use the word Kimberly. I have relatives named Kimberly. Let's use um, Shasha. Where is it? You know, I've been waiting for it, and you're totally making our firm look like we we don't know what we're doing. You know, we we have you know these models and Vogue and so many people coming in, and you're totally making it look like we're unprepared. Why did we, where, where did we get her, this intern? Like, why is she, is she here? Well, the truth is you're jealous of the intern. So you're going to make it look like she doesn't know what she's doing. So you're going to sabotage her. So what does a gaslighter do? Number one, they sabotage. They sabotage your mind and they sabotage opportunities for you. Okay. They throw, they throw salt and they throw rocks so you can fall. All right. And when you fall, it's an invisible, it's an invisible force coming from them. But if you believe in what they are telling you, you will feel the bang, bang on your brain, bang, bang on the brain. So understand that. Okay. If you fall victim to a gaslighter, that's okay. Self-doubt is a common and normal phenomenon for the human race. We self-doubt a lot of different things. But self-doubt is a recipe for disaster and a recipe to become a victim of gaslighting. Um, Sometimes you're going to be put in scenarios where you have to literally backtrack everything. Somebody is ready to catch you slipping if if you're you know there are people that are ocd that they know exactly where everything is at all times and if there happen to be a gaslighter and you're not ocd you leave stuff laying around they will easily get you because they're very organized and you're not so when you can't find some stuff 
is because they're preying on your weakness of being disorganized. Meanwhile, their asses even know where the damn ashes are from somebody's cigarette from next door. They know where everything is. Okay? They even know where some old sticks and stones are that happened in 1426. They probably have that covered too somewhere. Okay? So, um, gaslighters are also predatorial. Like, they, they are predators. They are looking for vulnerabilities. So, I mentioned self-doubt is one main component of being vulnerable. What, what are other types of gaslighting? Um, I, I mentioned this, people on medication. Especially if you're taking any psychotic medication that's going to help you with your temperament, calming down, not seeing, you know, illusion, I mean, hallucinations and things like that. Uh, you may be victim to that if you have a caretaker or someone that has abusive tendencies. The good news is you don't have to stay a victim to gaslighting. The way to get out of the situation is to know, first of all, know that you don't have to accept certain conditions. Know that you can backtrack and start doing screenshots voice recordings, and different things to cover your bases. I've been in situations where I caught people trying to set me up. And if I didn't screenshot things, they would have. Sometimes evil will still prevail for a short time. Okay. Um, when it comes to elder elders, elders are also vulnerable to gaslighting. People will lie to them and say, you didn't say that. You're losing your memory. You're losing your mind to the point where they, they start to self-doubt. They can't remember things. Okay? They start to get frustrated. They start to fall apart. If that keeps happening over and over and over and over again to your loved one, then they will fall victim to to the negative things you're telling them about their mind. And when that happens, that's when their health can start to actually deteriorate. The mind is a precious thing. The mind is what operates our whole bodies. The mind is the motherboard. It is the computer. It is the interface. It is the, um, the conduit. It is the Merkaba. It is, it is the, the, the plane between the physical and the spiritual. You know, it is the beacon of the transition of our spirit and our soul. You know, it is many universes and it is many minds. Okay, that's what our minds are, many minds. When we dream, we dream of a different mind. We're in a different space. We're in a different time. So we have to be protective of our minds. We have to be protective of what goes in our minds because when we're not, um, it, it creates rot and it creates waste. And it ultimately creates decay. So the goal for most of us is that we want to live our lives better. We, we want to say we've won the race after we've, you know, we fought a good long fight called life and we we want to be able to continue on this astral astral plane journey so you don't have to be victim the best thing a lot of us can do is to minimize our friends and walk even if it's just by ourselves yourself is everything you need when you have a union that is a, it's a duplicate or more so a, in a, you know, more of an abundance, but you are all you need. Okay. Start trusting yourself. Test, you know, the other thing about it is if you've grown up in bad family dynamics where you were, you grew up in a codependent household, someone is codependent on drugs. 
Someone is codependent on um, gambling. Someone is codependent on violence or whatever it is, alcohol. Whatever it is. Then when there's any codependency, then there's vulnerability. It's where there's a crutch involved. And a lot of gaslighting kind of evolves around dynamics like that. Because a person is codependent on probably substance, medication, um, could be vices, things that are not healthy, hoarding. And so over time, so let's talk about the gaslighter. What kind of person is he or she? A gaslighter is truly a person who is not only a manipulator, but they are deviant. They are like a deviant to society. There are some degrees of gaslighting that are worse than others. But when gaslighting gets to the point where now there's um, harm, physical harm being done, mental harm is, is bad enough. But physical harm being done, whether it's even being done to an animal, you know, playing games and abu- that's abu- abusing that person. What do you think is going to become of a gaslighter? You're going to be gaslit yourself. And you're the one that's going to be on fire. You're the one that's going to hear the, the the sounds and the moans and the cries ringing in your ear and stinging your ear every time you try to have peace. When you thought you were going to steal a few Z's and go to sleep, you can't stop and can't help but to think about all the people you have gaslit. Now you're on fire. The the souls and the truth of what you have done is casting a shadow and is burning you with truth. To the point where you feel like you're going crazy. Where you can't even function in society because of all of the manipulation you've done you think the world is closing in on you now because you made others feel that the world is closing in on them now the you feel like the world is closing in on you you don't trust anyone when you go to um, buy your little groceries from the dollar tree or wherever you shop it could be macy's it could be nordstrom's you 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 have a shadow you're cast you're looking over your shoulder you don't trust anyone and you don't even trust yourself. You can't even live with yourself when you look in the mirror. You cut the TV on or your iPod or whatever it is, your iPods, not iPods, that's not what I'm trying to say. But you, you tune into your phone, let's just say that, to escape the nightmares of what you have caused for other people. But when you do that, episodes begin to come on that reminds you of yourself and you can't run from yourself so what do you do you indulge in self-destructive behavior you try to drink away your sorrows as the gaslighter but the more and more you drink the more and more you stink and the more and more you shrink okay the smaller you became and the more insecure you actually started becoming you became something almost like a phased out mole phased out pimple something real simple something simple like a dimple okay people really saw you like a pimple just a head maybe by a little bit but you had a lot of pus oozing out of you why because you are full of the booze of lies right so you have cast a lot of um, cries being a gaslighter So every time you inflict pain on other people, that becomes a pain body in your own body. And as you get older, those pain bodies begin to shake and they begin to quake and they begin to awaken. All right. When you thought that all the cries and the moans that you've uh, created for other people are now created on you. Okay. Oh, little boo little boy blue or little girl blue okay have you lost your hue i think so boo all right so that's what i have to say to people who think they're smart so smart 
that you you have something inside of you that makes you feel like you're king tut napoleon you know some kind of goddess of the dam or whatever you think you are you are a sham all right and people see right through you and as you get older you will be the one looking out of a window staring into the distance but behind you there was nothing but four white walls staring back at you a quiet tomb waiting for your time to bloom one day it will be fully consumed time is just waiting for you all right so that's what's coming to all gaslighters if you don't change your ways stop the crap you will be looking sideways in a casket i hate to say casket of your mind and death like a old boxed pine that you will be nailed into in your mental cramped up coffin all right made a lot of people cough <coughs> Boof. okay everybody so that's just a little bit about gaslighters uh i'm gonna zap you i got you on fire buddy buddies okay little 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 fireflies little fireflies of lies little fireflies of flies of flies of gaslighters gaslighters you are not a real firefighter you are a fire starter you are not a martyr but you are a barter of pain you trade pain for pennies you are a penny rot with not much thought. Oh, ye little box of matches, gas, lighter, you fluid of junk. You are, you are not far, little funky tar, meow. <laughs>